welcome y'all back to That's What I'm Saying, the TV show about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet but mostly woke perspective. So listen and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, pretty much wherever you listen to your podcasts, you can listen to us. Also, watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show weekdays on Island TV or on the Island TV app. We got new episodes coming. Follow us on Instagram at TwizPod. So I'm Sean. And I'm Shatara. Hey, sister. Hey, sister. How you hey, doing? Girl. I'm good, sister. How are are you? It's so good. You sound like sunshine. Y'all got sun over there? We do have sun. Hold on. Hold on, MFR. Don't the you mess nice. with us. Don't you mess with us. Uh, we had a little drizzle rain, but we have sun. I don't know. It's about 50 degrees out. I think spring is trying to come in. I just had a nice cup of coffee. And, you know, for the coffee people out there, coffee is like a moment when you have your coffee. So I feel great. Check me in like three hours when I'm dragging. Wait, that's how you, you know, you, uh, it's so funny because all of y'all drink coffee. Like, all. Oh, you know. Well, my sister drink coffee. No, I don't drink coffee like that. We don't play. So remember, I'm, did I tell you that time I drank? I was like, okay, let me just try a little. Let yep. me have a little bit of coffee. I was up for three days. <laughs> and you know what I said? My response days. was, my response was, where you get that from? I wanted a couple of what you had. Where? Where is it? it nothing scared me away from it. Ooh, no. where? Do you have that in the house? I want to know. Everybody jokes so because I like the. I mean, if I'm going to drink coffee, it's going to be the little packets, like a little buy them little bullshit Folgers (laughs) cocaine packs that you kind of tap into a cup from the hotel. Yes, go ahead, go ahead with your little prescription coffee, real coffee. But Mm -mm. that was the word. It was it was like being trapped in my body for three days. Like I'm 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 high and I didn't even take any drugs. All I drank was that. That coffee. You were I'm, tripping. You were tripping off a of coffee. <laughs> I need it. I, it was scary. I was I was shaking and everything. Oh. Like, oh my god! You were like Smokey in the cage. Only your mother could come get you. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. I don't know. I was trying to read books. Oh, I, I couldn't go to the sleep. Best. I did not go to sleep. No, it was not the best. That Folgers, whatever that was. No, you had some, somebody spiked you good. Let me tell you, I no, me was, I spiked me good. You spiked me good. I was working somewhere once upon a time, and that coffee had me so good. Where by the time my heart started to race and it really got in my system, I felt like I could jog to Philadelphia. <laughs> Like, no joke, I felt like, you know, I could probably go through Easy Pass, take the turnpike all the way. Like, I felt, I was thinking about how I could jog to fill it up. That's how good that coffee, that's the whole objective of coffee. We want to get an energy rush. We want to get a vroom, vroom feeling in our soul. Same thing with alcohol. Nobody's sipping on alcohol. You know what I mean? Especially if you're a henny drinker. You're not drinking that stuff just to be, you want to get tipsy. I can do um, orange juice and pretty much get the same. Get a little energy. Okay. That's true. Vitamin C. No, I don't. Me and me and coffee, me and coffee? Is, but yeah. you like frappuccinos. You like Starbucks. Those um caramel macchiato. Yeah, they taste like milkshakes. I those like, are delicious. Those, but that's caffeine too. But even that, yeah, like mm-mm, mm-mm, it's too much. It's too much. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for all the black coffee drinkers, y'all are thugs. That, those are those are true thugs. That is like a, I don't have a jail record, but I'm a thug. Like how you want your coffee black? Like oh shit, <laughs> nothing. Mm-mm. criminal uh-huh. you damn criminal anyway anyway we gotta move forward okay so yeah not, not my thing uh, what do we call this episode you don't want to talk about coffee no more no <laughs> okay i'm messing with you we are calling this episode queen sugar mama okay and let the me is, be i got to be got to be your sugar, your sugar, your sugar mama so i we gotta give respect due to the queen sugar mama erica badu so 
remember she was dating this guy, uh, Jaron. I don't know what his rap name is, but secret. Uh, <laughs> it's my little secret. Um, twenty-seven year old Jaron, and I think uh, Erica is fifty-one. Is she fifty-one? Fifty-one, hunty. Yeah. So she they were amazing. dating for a while. Remember, they had. I mean, you know, they was they was Instagram official because they had the matching uh, striped shirt. You know, the oh. they had their uh, their uh, matching beads here on. You know, like when you go. To- Yep, you got your little matching airbrush shirt. Yeah, with your hearts on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had the little matching gear on. Let's take a little pictures. Well, anyway, wow, they broke up. So she had even like bought a house. You know, they was living. She bought a house so they could live in and whatever. So they broke up. So she has decided to support him until he gets on his feet. You know, with his rap career. So she's gonna pay all his bills. I don't know if she's gonna let him live in the house or not. Um, but yeah, she's providing financial support so he gets a little severance package for about two months. Oh, that is just now. I heard Erica Badu got some crazy. Um, she got some crazy nana. Cause well, she says it's not in between her legs. It's like in her in her head. Like she and be I mind effing him. She be mm-hmm. mind effing him. But every comment said he was like going through withdrawals when he broke up with her. Night sweats. Um, Andre three thousand said that he he was a mess. Like for the ones who was with her, she really got them wrapped up real tight. So and she she's quiet about it. Erica Badu is not a big blah 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 mouth. Cause mm. I didn't really know mm-hmm. she was with 20, you know what I mean? She wasn't on carpets with him. She wasn't. And 27 is young Erica for 51. Cause if I'm not to be mistaken, you probably have a daughter. I think close to, yeah. yeah. And her daughter looks just like her gorgeous, like mm-hmm. just like her. But she told, what's the name? Jerron? Mm-hmm. Not, you better yeah, we know. Mm-hmm. Get, get your bags. What, what, uh, how'd she tell Tyrone? Get your shit, but <laughs> check your cash app. I left you a little something. <laughs> Remix. <laughs> Put that on a beat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna help you get on your feet. So mm. check your cash app. Check mm. it. <laughs> <laughs> she really is paying a bill. She she paid and paid uh for for Bob Bill. Remember the song? She paid for um all the homeboys' way. Mm-hmm. And your homeboys' way. Mm-hmm. It's sometime your cousin's way. I was like, mm-hmm. now she's paying for a lot of people. She everybody mm-hmm. to be coming out. So they probably was like, yo, Erica's coming. Everybody get in the truck. <laughs> you were you you were treating. And so yeah. Oh man. I mean, but I I mean that's it's a little bit of queen, but would I do that? I don't that's that's a it's, bit much. It's so generous. Like that means like, you know, when people really break up and uh what's the term? It's a it's a legal term when when it's all very nice and calm and cool and everybody's amicable. Amicable. Am- amicable. Mm-hmm. I like that word. It's, it's fun to say. <laughs> Amicable. It was one of those type of breaks up, breaks ups. Because it, 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 like I'm pooty tank, I can't even talk. <laughs> um, they had a nice little smooth breakup. It was clearly because she's like, you know, I'm gonna help you out. Like, there's no beef here, and you know, she looks at life like, you know, tomorrow ain't promise. So, you know, where I'm taking all this money? Like, I have enough to share. All that. Because why else? Because why else would you give somebody you not married to, but you were in love with? Why would you give them? Yeah, why would you give them a little something, even to help them out? Like, why would you? Because you know, you you have a generous heart. Okay, makes sense, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, I guess I can come up with another story. He put a gun to her head and was like, "You better cash at me now." Mm. But I don't want to go there. Right. I don't think that's what it was. I mean, I guess it's it's nice. I guess. I mean, she paying for it. She got it like that, obviously. So she's paying for it. But um, I mean, I never heard of a severance package after you break up with somebody unless it's court ordered. What, what, right, because then they right they weren't technically they weren't married and they had no kids. Right, 
She and got he, the house. He was pretty much almost half her age, just about. You, guys, you know she has a she has a daughter her daughter Puma with um the DOC remember the DOC it's yeah. the diggy diggy doctor uh, uh, oh mm-hmm. that's the that was the first kid right no he's a curry right mm-hmm. is that the first kid yeah her, her, oh. her daughter right because then she had wait a minute yeah oh hold on <laughs> she did have a uh she had seven with Andre three thousand right but I think seven is younger than yes Puma. oh no he's not. Girl. No, he's not. He's twenty five. Oh, she's <gasps> been in the game. So she's she's on some um Jada Pinkett, August Alcina. Mm-hmm. She says, "I've been in this." <laughs> it made me an animal. Mm-hmm. There's rules to this shit. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. Wow. So, you know what? Go ahead, Queen Sugar Mama Erica Badu. That's how you do it. I, so I don't you know, know about all that. I mean, if you got it and your heart is generous, mm-hmm. then that's a beautiful thing. And, and she's making an investment. That's I guess you could look at it. She making it as an make sure you own your master, sir. I'm sure she might be. She might be his manager. Let me be your manager. (laughs) Play something these hoes will like. That's what she said. (laughs) Bye. Okay. All right, Queen Sugar Mama. Um, I'll let you know when I've turned 51 where I'm at in my life. We'll we'll revisit this because. You know what I'm saying? I'll let you know where I'm at. Because, you know, life is funny like that. I don't want to say I'm against her. I'm for Like, I don't know where I'm going, you know? So this hopefully things will be good. But I'm going to tell you who's going somewhere. That darn Rihanna. Did you see her, uh, the Super Bowl performance? I did. did watch? Uh, with all the um, the little sperms. It was like a thousand sperms on it. <laughs> I said the choreography was up. She had about, I started to count. It was over a hundred dancers. And she was flying in the sky. And I said to myself, self. Rihanna better be pregnant because at first it was all speculation. She, she better be for all I think this. Cause we all had the same look on our face though. Like, like what is the, what, is, what is this? <laughs> and I was just thinking, I, and wait, one of my girlfriends said, until she finds out whether or not Rihanna's pregnant, which she better be. She said, I'm not saying she had a good performance yet. She was like, I'm not, I'm not even going to say yet, yet. She's like, if, she, if she, if she's pregnant, then yes, that was good. But if that, that's not pregnant, she was like, no, that was no. Cause I know that if, you know, you come out Super Bowl, it's a big deal. Your body's right. You know, you got your Fenty uh, glow bomb on and shit. Yeah. You about to be half naked. Shit. That's right. Cameras let's roll. And that's how I knew I said, oh yeah, she's pregnant. Yep, she's prego. So yeah, her- we all had the same look, you know, as, as the performance went on, everybody said the same thing. Like, And, Which is and beautiful. she, she I, she's loving being a mother, and I think that's great. That now the little boy, we can all see him with ASAP. Her and ASAP got a thing. They interviewed her father recently, and he said he found out about her pregnancy at the you know at the same time uh, the Super Bowl performance. He hasn't had a chance to really meet his son, and uh, he said he's happy for her, and you know he hopes it's a um he hopes it's a girl because you know he has two grandsons already, and he well, was damn. like he, he he said something about like he likes ASAP Rocky. He's a cool guy. He would like them to get married and make it official. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh, oh. And then it was a picture of him and his girlfriend, his partner, with her three gold teeth. Cheese. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hello. Are you still there? Hello. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Welcome to Jam Rock. So I said, you know what, sir? Okay. Sir, <laughs> Mr. Rihanna's father. And he and he still he still look like he's a cat daddy. I said, you know, he does, that? right? He, he still does. Look like I, I, I see, and I, he look him and Rihanna look. I mean, she looks like her dad very much. He's but daddy. he is a daddy. He's yeah. I said, oh okay, I get it. You know, he's he very, I'm very proud. I'm very proud. So you know, Riri's having another baby, and I just love to see, um, you know, a lot of these artists who check out 
of celebrity and have, you know, lives. They have children, you know, they have partners. I, I love to see that. Like, check out for a minute. And, you know, her attitude was, I'm, you know, Fenty is really paying my bills. So hold on, let me put on this uh, blush really quick in the middle of my performance to let y'all know my plug. And then I'm back to the uh, tapping my foot because I'm damn sure I'm not dancing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, she was pregnant. And I love it. I think it was a, it, I think it was a pretty good performance. I know, you know, you hear people talking and like, oh, you know, for Rihanna, it could have been sex. It could have been she should have did this, she should have did that. But she you done know a lot. What? Why? I, I mean, I think it's she. I think it was a good performance, it, considering yeah. that she was probably five, six months pregnant. Yeah, and they said. 300 did not wait you know after she you know they tell you you gotta wait she obviously did not wait no no that's um they, that's why they call him asap because he got right back to it mm -hmm. as soon as possible stitches healed and they were right back at it and i don't think the stitches heal not e that they say you know right away you're you're super fertile that's why they what is it irish twins that's the uh, term for it one oh, right behind the irish other twins is when you have when you have the babies with this they the same age the father has two kids with Two baby, two babies with two different women. No, that's Irish twin. No, I thought it was when like one is right behind the other, and you're, yeah, and you're the same age for a hot minute, but not mother. with two different women. Yeah, that's what makes them Irish twins. We got some Irish twins. Hello. Well, when I see me and my sister uh, Chanel here, somebody called us Irish twins, and we're like, yeah, you guys are, you know, almost the same age for a hot minute. You guys almost made it to being Irish twins. Yeah, but the real Irish twin is comes from a different mother. All right. Well, I don't know Ireland father like that. Father so. got father can have twins, but just not with the same mother. I'm, I'm a black twin. Forget it. I don't want to talk about Irish people no more. So, <laughs> forget it. Rihanna saw a 390 percent boost in song sales after the Super Bowl halftime show. Who? But three night, and then it was like she gained like an extra five million followers, and people were like, "How does that happen?" But who stole the show was the young lady who was doing her, um, you know. What I want to say, interpreting oh, the, the sign show. language, the, the yes, sign language. They said she was, was rocking, amazing. she was jamming. That was amazing. Yeah, and they said like pretty much they enjoyed watching her more because she like stole the show. And well, she I actually had, her, had some moves. She was actually doing stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, well, you said she was doing stuff. Just Justina Miles, uh, she was the interpreter, and she also interpreted uh, Cheryl Lee's uh, "Lift Every Voice and Sing" as well. So, and pretty girl, and they saw her. I was like, oh, okay, but she had her own. She made uh, interpretation look like something that was choreographed mm -hmm. for a hot men I saw on the side. And I was like, oh, she's actually, she's, look, she's extra to the show. <laughs> yes. I thought it was so cute. It so Rihanna's so dancer. They said, no, she's doing just like, oh, whoa, whoa, I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Speaking of my bad, um, so Monique is going off on Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley uh, for the backhanded compliment over the stellar performance that she had. Um, in this uh, movie, The Reader, which I didn't see the reading. reading. You said you saw it. I didn't no, see it. I saw it. clips of it. I just saw uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Monique running like, <laughs> like mm -hmm. it was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So. Oh, okay. All right. So Monique is, I love Monique. And um, I will say this right now. I look forward to working with her very soon. So I'm going to put that out there. And uh, what Sherry Shepard said. Now, Sherry Shepard has... Uh, talk show now and it's in place of the wendy williams show she's not replacing wendy but she got that time slot so okay. how is That's her show doing like a replacement to me who you telling um and i like kim whitley too she's so cute with her dimples she's she, kim whitley is aging backwards too she's looking fabulous i will say that but what was said was um 
She said, she's a great actress, said Shepard, noting people often underestimate stars who transition from stand-up to the big screen. Personality-wise, she is always getting in trouble. Always. Uh, Shepard continues, if it's not with another comic, Dio Hughley, it is with the industry. Somebody. Um, yeah. And, of course, you know, Monique had to gather them up and she, you know, made a comment, which I don't have her full spiel. But I know that at one point uh, she had to, you know, defend herself and get at D.L. Hughley's ass, if you remember that. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, it, and she said basically like, you know, Sherry, you didn't back me when it came to all that stuff, you know, with Hollywood or whatever it was. Um, and, I, you know, she was being blackballed. What I think is y'all better leave Monique alone. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah, I, you know, something I, there's sometimes I'm like, okay, Monique, you probably you're doing and you're saying too much, but babies, the babies, <laughs> she's just so in battle. It's, it's, it's kind of, <laughs> I do want to watch the reading though. It's okay. Natural possession. No, wait, let me tell you where she's the bomb though. And this is where like, I have such a big respect for her, you know, just starting off as a stand up comic. I'm still watching the show, the Parkers, because it is still a great show. Mama. They are so, that show is so funny, um, you know, and then just taking her acting career to the next level. And mm -hmm. I just, I, again, she's turned into a whole household name for me and I'm seeing her progression. And when I see that now, you know, she made it so far as to supposedly be blackballed. It's like, she has to kind of like fight, like, damn, you know what I mean? Like I gotta fight, I gotta yeah. fight. And she just, to me, and again, this is just me. Sometimes I feel like she's just speaking up for herself. Cause like, I, who else I, is agree. Gonna do it? But I agree. When I saw her on BMF, when I tell you I was happy to see her, I was so happy to see her on BMF. And she was so funny. And she reminded me of Delores in Harlem Nights. And she got on Meech and Terry. And she was like, y'all call us country over here in, in Atlanta. She said, with y'all rat tails coming up the back of your neck. Girl. <laughs> she... What her she was riding them for the whole episode. <laughs> okay, don't tell me because I haven't seen all of it yet. <laughs> I was clapping my hands like, yes, that's it. She probably wrote that herself. Like, you know what? I got this. Like, don't even worry. I'm gonna write my own little. I got y'all asses. Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> the rat tail mm -hmm. who wrote some tail. shit out the back of your head. <laughs> and then you know when the scene this it'd be so funny because you can see it from the side. Be like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, I told you that's I was really out. Cute. And and a little, I told you I was out and I seen this guy with a little braid and I was like, okay, Terry Meach. And nobody knew what I was talking about. And I just looked around like, oh, nobody watched BMF? Oh, okay. <laughs> and nobody decided to come home and tell my husband, like, let me tell you what I saw today. <laughs> I'm in my own world. Okay, okay, Terry Meach, I oh, see you. Man. Mm. Oh, man. It's one of those, what's, what's his name from um, <laughs> The Last Dragon? It's one of them Last Dragon. <laughs> Leroy. Leroy's point. Show enough. Shoot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Growing on the right. back of your head. Oh, man. <laughs> like, who does that? <laughs> they do. It is just, even if you just watch an episode just for her, it's so worth it. Okay. I'm, I'm going to watch it. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. So moving on. So uh, have you heard about this theory called, it's called the boyfriend air. So basically there is this hypothesis. There's this thing going around. You know, TikTok always got something new going on. So mm -hmm. there's a series of videos that these young women are posting, most of them of the um, the non-melanated persuasion, mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. they're saying that, um, so basically it's the idea that the, when you sleep at your boyfriend's house, mm -hmm. you feel like 
shit about yourself. Basically, your appearances just start going down at the more you stay over your boyfriend's house. So it's called the boyfriend air. So, you know, there's a lot of different videos these women are posting. Like one, she says, you know, um, it, it, it's like a little community that they have because they're, you know, they're talking about what actually happened. So they don't feel like they're going crazy. So one girl, she says, I spent a lot of time this past summer at my boyfriend's apartment in New York. And I remember taking a full body shower and waking up the next morning and being like, I feel so dirty. And then she's talking about, you know, having to reapply deodorant, her skin is breaking out. You know, everybody's mm. talking about different things that happen when they spend a lot of time in their mm-hmm. boyfriend air around Look, their makeup doesn't sit right anymore. Yeah, yeah. Her, her They've hair been was doing like- these before and afters. You could see like I'm like, okay, girl, I don't know what's going on. You just didn't wash your face today. So mm. the hair's getting all greasy. One girl's like, you know, my makeup just never looked right no matter how. It's like, what's going on? So this is a thing, evidently. What you mm. think? Mm, mm. I think, I mean, even like reading and seeing one of the comments was like, you know, my hair was getting greasy like crazy. I just know that's not a black woman because I'm like, well, shit, our hair greasy. That's a good thing. What you talking about? <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't have that in common with you. It's a cultural difference here. Uh, if my boyfriend has a nice place for me to like lay my head, that's always a bonus mm-hmm. because, you know, that we want to pack our overnight bag, ladies. That's what we want to do. We want to pack a little, <laughs> we, you know, we got our overnight bags ready and everything is mm-hmm. cute. We got, <laughs> everything is cute. Our little makeup bag, cute. You know, we got our toiletries, everything packed because we ready to spend the night. You heard me? Spend the night. Spend the night bag with your spend the night bag. We ready to spend the night bag. You know, I got my scarf. I have my um my little uh, trial size deodorant. I have, mm-hmm. damn it, I have my Spirit Airlines carry-on bag and I'm coming over. So, you know, is, is my makeup not going to sit right? Is all that going to, has it happened before? No, it's usually, I'd rather be home. And I learned that even if you have a nice place, nine times out of 10, I'm probably moving in a little bit. I probably started. Did you? I moved in a little bit. I got a key. My nephew's going to be here this weekend. And I know you have a pool, so we're going to be there. Thank you. Um, I have some tricks. Tricks up my sleeve. <laughs> if you have a nice, you know, if everything is nice and decent. Yeah. I uh, thank you so much for having me. I, I, I'll even clean up and I'll put things away. I like it. I'm that. I'm that. That's who I am. Okay. Got to rearrange. But. The boyfriend heir, nah. Cause- no, I think it's a real thing. I think I think it's two reasons for it that you know, kind of was saying. So one, I'm just going back to my, you know, spend a night bag days. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You, look, I think everybody has kind of been through that where you go to, you know, his the house or whatever is not as clean as it could, it could be. You go okay. to the bathroom. You know, I'm like, I got to wear my shoes in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Coming back over here. I had a flashback. Right never done wash your sheets. It's kind of it's kind of that. Like, with the environment that some of these men, young men, keeping is probably, like, unsanitary. So, yeah, it's going to affect your skin, you know. And then it, it has me thinking about, you know, there are some, there are some women where when uh, they just, it, it's the, um, the, the, I guess the hormones, it doesn't doesn't match you know Mm. like i've I've actually known a woman who was she was allergic to his like his sperm his seam you know the semen you know it's just certain things like your body just don't vibe so in in the environment and another thing i think is you know like when you get you get a little comfortable in your little situation and then you know yeah i might i might go to yoga high yoga five days a week but you know me and him is loving up on each other i don't have time for all of that too much so yeah i'm kind of not letting go but i think that's what kind of happens like you get kind of comfortable so you're not doing the things that you 
would normally do. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. You're not yeah, putting yeah. it on like you normally would put on. So yeah, when you look in the mirror, things might look a little different. That's what I'm thinking also. Okay. Kind of like you got to like go to work from his house. So, you know, your, your usual stuff you don't have cause you're not at home. Yeah, or just like, you know what? I'm home. I know I got my big five-gallon container of water. I fill my water up. You know, I got my little routine. Mm -hmm. If I'm over at his house and he got soda and Hennessy, Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. I got to waste my water. You know, just little things like that. Well, that's why Erica Badu moved her young man in. Probably so. Hello. She was like, honey, we have to get rid of this Hennessy and soda. (laughs) Because I need to wake up in my house. I found that over the years... I, 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 I liked, you know, my space in my house and I liked living alone. And I, I really, I prefer waking up at home. So a lot of like get togethers, you know, in terms of dating and even just hanging out, it'd be like, you can come here. I made my house was very cozy and I loved being home. And, you know, dudes have the same, like, this is nice. Like, yeah, you want a blanket? Like, let's cozy on up, you know, very, you know, tidy. And I, I prefer waking up at home. And that's just how I used to feel like if we about to get twisted, whatever we about, we're going to go out party. When I come back, I want to go home. Now there was one time, I will tell you this, um, a gentleman was always talking about like making me breakfast. Like, you know, uh, you know, you always talk about breakfast, you know, I want to make you breakfast one morning, blah, blah, blah. So we went out and we would always have a great time being out. And I just decided to be spontaneous. I said, you know what? I, this time I'm coming home with you. You always talk about this breakfast. You know what? You got me. I just kind of just was spontaneous. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I'll come with you. I, of all things, I had my scarf <laughs> wrapped up in my purse and was like, you know, it's just going to be a night. When I tell you that I Ubered my ass home at 4.47 in the morning, why? Th- things were just not in place. Things were not, things were not, you know what I'm saying? It was just one of those, like, did you hear that? Like, is our... Is there is there something or someone else in this room? Like is could is like you say you want to keep your shoes on when you go to the bathroom? I was like, and then I had to really like let it be known, like, hey, listen, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, and I'm not saying that I'm Queen of Sheba, but you know, the caliber woman I am, the least you could have done was say, you could have said, this is not a good time for you to come over. Like I have, I have to, I got to do some. It's beyond spring cleaning. Like I need to put on rubber gloves. <laughs> I need to put on rubber gloves. You know what I'm saying? Like put a face mask on, a hazmat suit, and I really got to clean my place. Like it was like that. Like you got a lot of motherfucking nerve. Look, now I'm getting mad. <laughs> and you thought this was, I'm not, I'm not falling asleep. Like, I'm, you, oh, you thought I was going to be able to fall asleep. I can't sleep. This is a nightmare. I, I'm getting out of here. Why is Uber not answering my call? Oh my God. Oh my Dude goodness. was knocked out snoring. I left. And yeah. that was the end of it. That was the end of it. Nice person, but nope. So you're right. You just wake up at home. Don't do it. Yeah, boyfriend ear. Oh, I'll never forget that. Never. Here I go. Guess what? I'm thinking that I come back to your place and that breakfast you always talk about. I'm thinking that maybe we can uh, we can make that happen. I was wondering. All right, looking like all right, like you know, like oh, and, and that was his cue to say, like you know what, my place is not in top shape less less cancel but you know how men don't be thinking like that. yeah they don't they think what they think about the cat like you see my level of cleanliness so you should know like you know what she ain't playing that like it's beyond like you know just because you don't have dishes in your sink you get like come on come on. i was like yeah i've been i've been in those situations be like oh come on yeah right <laughs> like this is not the gas station on the side of the road 
but it's giving me those vibes. Why? Why are we doing this? Why? Why? Yeah. And then, you know, like I said, some gentlemen are super tidy. And I just be like when if a man has a house like Marcus from Boomerang, that's, uh-huh. why, that's why Marcus was bringing ladies over and he was getting coochie like crazy. Y'all don't know. <laughs> it was his house. He turned on the fireplace. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that shit was dope. You are correct. I'm telling you, because ain't nothing like going someplace and that you comfortable, man. Do I, told I, need you I, to, I need to go back home. Do I need to? Can I just? I'm just asking. Let me. I just, out. I just left my toothbrush over there by the couch. <laughs> um, that was by accident. But should I leave it there though? <laughs> I, I'm, I left to change of panties in the drawer just in case. <laughs> Yo, there was this one guy. He had a really, really nice, tidy place, and I found out that he was fucking with other chicks because another chick would always leave her toiletries in like little secret places. <laughs> Wait, and how about I would use it? And I almost left her note like, bitch, we got to get the pink oil together. <laughs> we're, we can work together. Like, clearly you was here last Tuesday. Girl, like this, this sheen is a good little sheen. She kept like little, little, she would like put them in like, put them in like little places. And to the point where it was like, girl, I'm using your shit. So... Do you need me to leave you a little dove bar? Like, what do you prefer? Because I'll, I'll tuck you in a little something around here, too. This hide-and-go-seek shit is great. This is fun. body wash you like, because... <laughs> yeah, she was using um Suave. And I was like, no, 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 no. I use C. See, I'm trying to... Uh, suave. It was um some pink oil sheen she would leave. Um, I remember she left, like, a little a little bag of, like, um tissue. Oh, man, that is so funny. Yeah, we, we, we had a little game going on there. I was like, well, she good. Well, this girl good. Okay, well, let me see. What am I going to leave next? I was looking like, uh... <sighs> Maybe I'll lose a pen. I was like, she oh, leave me funny. something, I'll leave her something. Yeah, good times. All right. All right. So moving on real quick. Uh, I just want to mention, so Kim Zosiak, you remember from the Real Atlanta, Real Atlanta Housewives. Is it Real Atlanta Housewives? Real Housewives of Atlanta. Real Housewives of Atlanta. She was only, she was a token white girl. She was the only white girl, which I kind of liked her in the beginning, but then she kind of, I don't know. She got Kim was, bridge. don't be tardy to the party. Don't be tardy to the party. Oh, what? Mm. Don't be tardy to the well. Um, her 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 home is in foreclosure. After oh. she done said it, it wasn't, but mm. uh, the bank, mm. bank is uh, going to auction it off in uh, on the Georgia uh, courthouse steps. So mm. her, it's six, almost seven thousand square feet, and I think she owes the bank uh, is it one point six million dollars? Something ridiculous. So <laughs> never fear, because if you go to her website beermancloset.com, she is mm-hmm. selling all the stuff from her closet. Mm-hmm. It's me, but Kim's closet is up for sale. So look, she's it's 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 a it's a rent party, y'all. Except Wait. for a one point eight billion eight million dollar mansion. A, wow. So she's really having like an estate sale online. I guess so yeah. Wait, but didn't she did she I remember you put me on and told me like years ago, you were like she wears wigs. Yeah, and all her wigs are up for sale. And they're expensive. I just want to let y'all know. Her wigs is like fifteen hundred dollars and up that she's selling. But all she's selling pretty much all her wigs. Like forty something wigs up there on the site. That is so crazy. Cause you know what? Mm-hmm. When you really look at the bigger picture to all this right here, you know, you you get these sh- reality shows and you know clearly there's money to be made. And then you end up you know, living another lifestyle, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And then over time, you know, your lifestyle isn't keeping up with the money coming in. It's just not all, it's not all matching. Like you're really not private jetting, although you want us to believe that. To gas up a private jet is not cheap. To have a, you know, you're not flying private all the time. You better get the spirit. You know, somebody should have really said, you know, way before that, like, hey, listen, the money is starting to, you know, drain. So 
certain things you got to cut back on. And even if it's just downsizing so the public doesn't have to really get hold of all this, there was a way to go about this a long time ago. Some could have happened, but I'm guessing, you know, good luck, Kim, because, oh, don't let Mimi get a hold of this. Oh, <laughs> oh, Mimi be ready. And they were best friends once upon a time. But one Mimi, time. Can dig, yeah. mm-hmm. Mimi be ready for her. Oh, oh, Mimi with her new nose. Yep, Girl. Her clothes and her wigs, right? Mm. Okay, Kim. Okay. All right, moving on. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we asked why we, we need to get, we really need to get woke. Okay. Can I just mention? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Really quick. <laughs> um, the 50 greatest rappers of all time, uh, the Billboard has put up their 2023 list. Okay. And I uh, went to check out the top 50 ranking. And when they go from 50 and down, I couldn't get to everybody, but I did see Ice T. And uh, <laughs> come back. Hey, come back. You get back over here. Ice T, Ice Cube, MC Light, they were like, you know, ranking you know, somewhere in, in the 50s, 40s. Uh, DJ Cool Herc, you go on. But number one is the GOAT, Jay-Z. I, and I agree. I kind of agree. Okay. So so they judge, you know, people just think like it's rap and lyrics, but they're looking at your whole body of work and achievements. So your charted singles, your albums, your goal, your platinum certifications, your cultural impact and influence, um, you know, your, your hip-hop genre evolution, your longevity, your lyrics, and your flow. Like there's so much to take into account there. And uh, Kanye, I want to know who voted on this. That's what I want to know. How well, did they- I don't, I don't really. Okay, so let me real quick. So you got Jay Z's number one, Kendrick Lamar is number two. I don't agree. Nas is number three. Mm-hmm. Tupac is number four. Okay. Eminem is number five. I don't agree. The Notorious B.I.G. is number six. Lil Wayne is number seven. Drake is number eight. Snoop Dogg is number nine, and Nicki Minaj is ten. I don't agree. Where is Jada Kiss in here? Pretty much. I don't, I don't agree, but okay. okay. I, you gotta ask who's voting. Like, you know, I get it, but like this, that's a, that's a tough one. I don't know why Eminem is in the top 10. And honestly, I don't, I, you know, Snoop Dogg is hanging on by a thread, but I don't know why Nicki Minaj is in the top 10 either. Now, and now if we're looking at like And Kendrick Lamar shouldn't be number two. Maybe he's, you know, bring him, I don't even know. Maybe. Cause we want, cause we, we the people on Twistpod, we want Jay-Z, Biggie and Nas. Pretty and, much. That's the top right? three. And then I don't really care what you do after that. And, you know what I'm saying? And as much as I, I love Tupac, how do you want it? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I wouldn't, um, you know. And Drake, I'll, I'll give Drake a, a standing up there, top 10. But no, I, but you know what? Then if if, if you're going to give Drake up there, then you might as well put Kanye back in there. Well, I don't know how Kendrick Lamar. Okay, let me. Be Kendrick, Kendrick spits. I, I, I'm like, he does, but I don't. I don't. Top 10? Well, listen. Fifty Cent is number seventeen, and Dr. Dre is number forty, and then Which you have Andre Two Thousand, and you have Rakim, LL Cool J, and Big Daddy Kane is number twenty. I don't know how Andre Three Thousand got to be ranked higher than Fifty Cent. Sorry. Okay. Let really? Me okay. I right. see that. I see that. No, I, I definitely see that for Fifty. Oh, come on. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Hurry, fight. hurry, get to the altar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Southern Playlistic Cadillac Funky Music. Yeah, I can see that. No, I can't. All right. See, so <laughs> Woo. This, this is this is a good topic. We have to we gotta get back to this because yeah. this is a whole thing. Kanye should have been Kanye should have been at old least Kanye should have been up there, definitely. And Jada Kiss. That yes. definitely and how how is Nicki Minaj over 
Jada and I and Nikki, I think you know, I think yeah, she she deserves it. She deserves to be on the list. Put it like that. She deserves to be on the list. Mm-hmm. And she is she the only female? Yeah. Damn. Right. This is this is juicy. Damn. Okay. okay. So I'm all about the ratchet, and this really caught my ear. Um, Nia Long has a clip of an old interview, and she says that she dated a 30 year old man when she was in high school. <clears throat> And she said, I wasn't the girl that ever went to prom. Like my boyfriend was 30 when I was in high school. And she elaborated saying that her mom was an artist and her mom allowed her to date the older man as a way to find herself. And she says like, you know, my mother was crazy, but I mean that in a good way. Like she was an artist. She was like, well, if that's who you love, baby, you know, then, you know, like go ahead and, you know, find yourself. So, um, mm. some people are like, that's gross. And some people are like, okay. She's like, you know, um, he was, he was a good, he was good. He was kind. He did it the right way. He asked her mom for permission. He was a man from Oman, which, you know, he's, uh, you know, from the middle East, you know, Muslim. So, I, and then he was a hairstylist and he taught her how to put on makeup. <laughs> Hello. Are you still there? I'm here. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, taught her about, you know, facial care and stuff like that. Um, he taught me how to do my own hair and makeup. So I got that. Yeah. Um, so people are criticizing her mom, you know, for being, you know, for condoning the, you know, pedophilia, so to speak. And uh, some people are like, how does she accomplish it? Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm like, I think for somebody that kind of grew up in that era, like it was kind of a little bit of a different time. Because I even think, you know, for yeah. myself. Yeah. You remember, you know, my boyfriend that I took to the prom, the prom I remember me and him had this conversation. The first time it was mm. ever became, because he was in his 20s. Mm, it's juicy. Mm-hmm. Remember? And he was like, you know, like, basically, I'm too old to go to prom. I was like, no, you're not. But then I think about it, like, yeah, he was. I wouldn't know. I'm younger than you. Oh. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, remember? I'm like, I don't know. You do remember. I'm just I don't know saying. him to be older. So, I wouldn't have known. But him. it was it was kind of you know I just remember it was more you know an era of time where that was kind of condoned. I remember you know at, at high school and you know he used to come up to the high school all the time. It was like Ed OG and the Bulldog. And now I look back, I'm like those they were grown ass men coming to hang out with these high school girls. I have some stories on some people in the industry that were really sniffing behind the high school girls. And I'm not even going to bother to name drop, but I, they, they were there. It was relevant. I didn't feel like I'm in high school. He won't look my way. Like I never felt like, you know, if I really wanted to pull a grown man, I, I couldn't, I never felt that way. Right. Did I, you know what I'm saying? Did they, I feel they, like they it was, was wrong? Around. I know you're talking about like, there was, there was plenty like, mm-hmm. like I'm 16. Like, all right. Yeah. Um, I was like, I'm, you know, I'm just, yep. Yeah. And, so it, in this, here we go. We kind of stuck over here. Like, <laughs> I'm like, he was 30, you know? So that's terrible on one sense. But in the other sense, I do believe that men have different minds. So like he was 30, but really he was probably like 20. He was like right on her level. He wasn't even 20. I mean, yeah. If, if she was 15, in dog years, 16, in dog years, in dog, right. That's I how mean, I look at men. He was probably, and then he was a foreigner and you know, they, they got a whole nother thing going on. Yes. You yeah, know, I think for today, we talk about today's times. That's nasty. It's nasty. It, but nasty. if that's the case, if this is the case and this was OK, then something like this would, would be like, well, go get the keys and get R. Kelly out because it was really OK. Like everything he was doing, like it was really OK then. Like what, yes. y'all, what are we all mad yeah. about? Like it was OK. What's the big deal? That's what she's pretty much, you know, condoning, I think. 
the young I don't think she's condoning it. I think with I I wish I had heard the whole interview, but I think mm-hmm. it was more like that was the time, you know, and she has no regrets. And you said her mother was crazy, but you know, he went to her mother and asked for permission. Ooh, I mean, but wow. now would I want my daughter, you know, if a 30 year old man rolled up in my house and was like, I'm in love with your daughter and she's in high school, I'm looking at him like, so you mean to tell me you haven't rubbed shoulders with no other woman your age who's feeling you? Ugh. Like, like, you know, then there's something, there's something there to it. Um, mm-hmm. And I do have to say that sometimes men are mentally delayed and I'm not saying clinically delayed. I'm saying like, I'm using the term dog ears. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I can understand like the show I was watching, they had to remind the man, he's like, my daughter's 16. You know, this guy is 19. They're like, sir, that's not illegal. Like technically in Jersey, 16, she's legal. So I think a lot of older dudes do feel themselves to be clicking with, you know, younger girls. I, that's what I think mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah. and I'm, and I'm guilty of that. Cause I know I can go back into my, um, go back <laughs> in my file cabinet and I, yeah, I'd be like, wait a minute. He, <gasps> he had no business trying to teach me some, you know? And then I just feel like, you know, I've mother has lived like, yeah, I've lived. So yeah. And then usually it's, it's the person who has, you know, they own place, but it's really like a studio in their mother's house mm-hmm. and you being younger, it's like, you're like, yeah, he got his own place. He got a car. And because you're younger, you're taken back by it. Whereas he's not going to get with the girl his age because she's not impressed with that shit. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So that's why the younger ones are a little bit more. They don't got to do too much. Ciao. Mm. But she, she she wasn't going to the prom. That was like me. I'm like, I'm not going to the dance. I'm going to Puffy Cancun with my sister, my older sister, my fake ID. I, I you know, I cross my fingers uh, hoping that they don't check my ID out with many men, many a nights, not being old enough to drink. So I'm guilty of that. Mm, this, That's all I don't know if we should be laughing, but yeah, it was it was a time. It oh, was a good time, time last night. We had a time. <laughs> Go on, Nia Long. I'm Nia Long. Mm. <laughs> That's what she said to Kanye, remember? <laughs> he was like, I know who you are. <laughs> uh, I got to testify. Run up in the place. That was a song. Yeah. yeah. I like Nia Long still. That was I that do. was an old interview, too. Oh, okay. Wow. Anyway, do we want to get to woke or you want to mention Jim Jones? Can we, we are we ever going to get to woke? No. Don't you get it? I had my coffee. Go ahead. You want to mention Jim Jones? Go ahead. I'm already woke. <laughs> Jim Jones and Mayor Adams are, are, are backing each other for the dance revolution in New York City. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Jim Jones is applauding New York City Mayor Eric Adams. Ooh, all <laughs> the shakes and chicken noodle soups and the Dougie for everybody. I, I had to, yep, I had to put that in. What? I just looked. I was like, oh, let me see, what is all y'all. And I'm gonna be there doing the Roger Rabbit, the Lean with it, Rock with it, the Wop, the Dougie, and they're gonna be like, excuse me, the old Running school. man, I'll be out there with the Running man. I'm gonna be doing all those dances. So you know, they like we're gonna call Mano to represent Brooklyn and Fabulous. We're gonna call Cardi B and Fat Joe to for the Bronx, Nas and Nori to lead the Queens. And I have a feeling they're gonna look at the phone and be like, we're not doing none of that. <laughs> we're not That's coming. Cute. It's cute. But it's a big dance, a big dance off, and the dancers are not what they used to be. So it's gonna be a lot of let's get it, let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. Oh, I can imagine, but it's gonna be a big deal. I'm 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 looking forward to what it's gonna be. It's gonna be a lot of TikTok competition. Mm. Chicken noodle soup, chicken noodle soup. Mm. You mm. know that? Mm. Yeah, I do. All right, all right. All right, let's wake up just a little. Let's come to it. Okay. 
All right, what do you got? Anything? Or you want me to wait? <laughs> you want me to go wait? for it? Okay. Well, <clears throat> <clears throat> so this is very interesting. You know, I I I'm always the person who I'm not a conspiracy theorist per se, but I always question. You know, when everybody's looking up, I'm all, you know, that means you got to look down. So the balloons over China. I know everyone has kind of heard about uh, these unidentified flying objects. It was supposedly these big balloons that were floating over um, Canada and Michigan and Alaska. So our military, we sent basically we sent U.S. fighter jets to shoot down these high altitude objects um, mm -hmm. out of Alaska, Michigan, and Canada. Canada. So China admitted to the first one, and they basically said, yeah, it's not for spying. They were sending it over to, like, I don't know, like uh, monitor the weather or something. Something, you know, non non-nefarious. So, and then another theory was that these were Pico balloons. So Pico is basically this company that, so, I, I mean, it kind of opened me up to, uh, there's these balloon enthusiasts so they mm -hmm. send out like these blimps and you know over time and you could buy one online for like $12 so supposedly our US Air Force sent a $400,000 missile um to shoot uh, shoot this $12 balloon out of the sky <laughs> so funny to me so there's this uh a group called Project uh Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade so they're basically uh which the uh, bottle cap is then it's a remember the movie up yes yeah, yep so yeah it comes mm -hmm. from that so they're balloon enthusiasts so they send out balloons to like test air temperature and do all this stuff so they they're saying like maybe it might be one of their balloons because one of their balloons is missing mm -hmm. very very interesting so so the u.s government is saying that these balloons are not you know for spying or anything and president our your y'all's president uh good old joe mm -hmm. he was quoted as saying that there's no evidence that um these flying objects have been deployed for nefarious purposes his quote is the intelligence community's current assessment is that these three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies recreation or research institutions that's what he said last week However, the Pentagon released a statement and it said it basically has refused to rule out the possibility that these three unidentified flying objects, which were shot down with $400,000 missiles, um, are not alien in origin or, you know, they basically declined to define what they were. So this put me into doing a little research and, you know, everything we watch in the movies, it always like comes to light. So. Mm -hmm. There is Project Blue, uh, Blue Beam, which is this conspiracy theory that was started by a, he's a journalist, um, Sergei Monsat, who um, died of a heart attack back in 1994, supposedly. Um, but his theory was that NASA um, mm -hmm. was coming together with the United Nations to put together this new world order. And that this new world order would be, you know, technologically advanced and kind of usher in um, a new religion, a new way of people kind of coming together. And the way that they would usher this new way of people coming together under this new world order is by, um, like, you know, faking alien um, visitations, doing all this stuff. So that's the theory. So I just thought it's very interesting. I mean, I don't know if you saw the news over the last couple of weeks. We've seen this big, mm -hmm. big blimp balloons and no one can explain 
where they're coming from or why they're coming. So what do you think? So, and I know we're being woke, but I have to say this. So you mean to tell me just, we have $400,000 missiles that, you know, just by chance, oh, wait, you know, shoot it down. Mm -hmm. And you're telling me I still owe student loans? All right, we're going to stop there. (laughs) I'm going to say it one more time. $400,000 in missiles. And you worried about my $27,000? Okay. Mm-hmm. Then it turns out that there's a possibility that these are just $12 balloons that they use to, you know, uh, measure temperature and pressure and humidity. And it's actually from, you know, an ode to the Disney, you know, movie up. And we just happen to be in th- like, and somebody's out there like, dude, you shot my balloon. Mm, Pissed off. Saying. And I mean, that's, that's warfare. Like, what are we, what are we really doing? If, if you, and I just and I just feel like I just don't believe that. Like, no, nah, I don't believe that. Like, mm-mm, no, I don't believe it. You're just trying to distract me. I, I don't believe that um that it just happened to be, you know, a balloon that's used for like recreation. Um, I think there's I think there's more to it. There's more to it. There's 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 you know, there's other things flying in the sky. That's what I believe. I don't believe yeah. that we're I don't believe that we're just the the only, you know, living beings. Like and you know, what's funny is that we haven't found it. So they, you know, I've seen pictures of the, oh, they have these big uh, deflated balloons. They kind of shot it down. But mm-hmm. whatever this missile shot down, they didn't find what it was. One of the, at least the last one. So nothing has no. ever been recovered. That's no, what it could have been. It could have, it's an unidentified object. It could have been. Do you remember granddaddy used to sit on mm-hmm. the terrace I've and watch the UFOs? Do you remember that? All the time. I've seen them. I, I mean, there's no way you can tell me that that there's no uh you you know there, there's yeah. no aliens out there with these um you know whatever jets or whatever they're flying around like yeah, I saw well, one yeah. no honestly I saw one recently and I was standing in the um public's parking lot and uh-huh. I looked up and uh-huh. it was like a ball of fire and it, uh-huh. but it was standing still in the sky and uh-huh. you know I'm I'm just looking up no one saw it I'm like I'm I'm watching it it almost looked like an airplane on fire but it wasn't uh-huh. moving and then uh-huh. and then it just disappeared so I I mean at this point, it just becomes so, not that, you know, you get used to it, but it's just like with all of the reports that are coming out, because mm-hmm. there's so many now, you know, and, you know, our government is not denying it. They have a whole, remember we did a podcast and the whole, uh, there's a whole U.S. Uh, force um, in the government, a wing in the government dedicated to yes. identifying, fly, mm-hmm. you know, flying objects, unidentified flying objects and researching it and, and you know, cataloging it. So, it's not like it doesn't happen. Yeah. So I just think that the fact that they're, you know, they're saying, oh, it's it's like these, uh, you know, uh, amateur balloon balloonists, mm-hmm. and you're you're using jet fighters to to exactly to, a missile, four hundred thousand dollar missile like that, like what? like you really? shot it with your BB gun, like that's a lot of money to just be making a, a supposed mistake. And there's not, you know, and there's no fallout from it. You mean you, you haven't recovered anything? There's no debris. There's no nothing. And then they try to say, oh, well, it was shot down over Lake Huron. That's in Michigan. Or, mm-hmm. you know, so the terrain won't let them find the piece, whatever it was. Just, I don't know. It's always, you know, I look at everything with a side eye because it's always oh, yeah. a, a, a cover up or something. They're only telling us like 30%. So you find your other I mean, 70. Like- worth, you know, you couldn't. I mean, the easier way to me would have been. Why don't you locate the Project Balloon Brigade people who sent it out in the first place and mm-hmm. and ask them to bring it back in or something? Like, did you really need to send fighter jets out? Because that yeah. shows that you didn't know what it was or you knew what it was and it and it posed a threat. 
they they put a man on the moon and you know people continue to fly to space um so did just sound, again like this just sounds a little hokey like yeah okay if you say so if you say so if this is what you want to tell us i think as a human being here on this earth uh knowing what we know and having lived you know to a certain point of of time and seeing where the world is at now we would be very selfish to think we're the only ones that are breathing on this earth, whether it be, you know, outer space or here on the, like, we'd be very, you'd be very selfish just to think that. So I think they just gave us a little story and it was like, here you go. Yeah. I think, you know, it's a little blip, a little cover up. Be like, mm-hmm. okay. You know, like, oh yeah. China's China's like, yeah, yeah. That's ours. Did you see it? Yeah. It's ours. But, um, hmm. That's, a, that's an expensive mistake. If that's the case. Yeah, right. Just, you mean to tell me? I was like, yeah, four hundred thousand dollars for a missile? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So don't, so don't, don't be calling me for no student loans. Don't, just don't. Stop. Matter of fact, let me turn my foot on ring. Let me look. Let me turn my ring off right now. Just in case the U.S. government calls you, <laughs> right? Hey, hello, we, you know, because they, they're always listening. They're always listening. They listen to our podcast right now. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Because mm-hmm. we got some theories going on. So yeah, so that that is just a just an interesting bit of information. Just stay focused and look up in the sky because there's something going on. Okay, that's ironic. Right. Everybody saw it. Yeah, I saw the TikToks. Anyway, all right. So um, can we get to some D? Yep, we at the weekend D. All right, you got it going on. All right, so let me let me read this. It's a little wordy, but we 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 we're gonna get through it. Okay, so I had this guy friend that I met through a group at work. We talked for four hours the other night. It was great. I got to be myself the entire time. He recently told me he's interested in me, and he managed to book a flight to come take me on a date in a couple of weeks. Here's the dilemma. He's 38, divorced, and has three kids, one from a college fling at 16 years old and twins from an eight-year marriage. I'm 24. I have no kids, very little dating experience or sexual experience. I feel intimidated with every interaction, but I really like him. He says he's fixed, doesn't want more kids, isn't looking for a partner to be a stepmom. He has great relationships with both mothers and says women don't stay long enough to see that he has no baby mama drama. And he claimed to be celibate and waiting for the right person. I don't know what the hell I'm. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I need some advice. Huh? Chitara. Is he from Oman? <laughs> I don't know. Is this is this is this Nia Long's younger self writing us? Um, I don't know. Sixteen. Uh, he has a sixteen-year-old. He has no, no. He had a kid when he was sixteen. Okay. Okay. Um, she's 20. Doesn't oh, damn it to be 24 shit with no kids. That's a good time. Um, go on the date with him when he says he's fixed and waiting for the right one. Don't believe him. Mm. Why? Nope. Cause that's, that's uh cause you know, just for the fact that you feel intimidated with every interaction, um, it just kind of shows that he already has an upper hand and he is an older man and he sees that in you. So he see he already has you tagged. That's how I look at it. Like, really? Like he's like, mm-hmm, she's a little impressionable. I'm, I'm going to take you on a date. Yeah. Okay. Um, and give you the D that's what he's coming to do. Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, the fact that he's fixed, that's an issue because let's say you're 24. Let's say you do want kids and he's already letting it be known. Like he's, you know, how you fix and, and you being celibate? Like, okay, really? Did, did life really do your number like that, sir? Okay. So <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm like, I'm like, he's full of shit. Like I'm just reading, like to me, he's just full of shit. He's, he's going to come and uh, sweep you off your feet and you're 24 and you're young. So I just say, enjoy, enjoy the ride. Just, he's letting you know that, that he can't get you pregnant. That's all, that's all I heard. We can have a good time and I won't get you pregnant. Okay. Come on down take me on a date. Let's go on this date. Let's have a good time. Put him in the cabinet. Okay. Um, I, I, I think, she, I mean, he's, he's. 38 that's not that old so he's he's fixed he doesn't okay. want to it sounds like he doesn't want to have any more kids mm-hmm. so i think you know this is not this is new they're not making life-changing decisions with each other so yeah if she's making it clear that this is just for fun because she's like mm-hmm. i don't you know i don't know what the hell i'm doing well right now you're 24 years old you should be enjoying life you know creating stability in your career mm-hmm. and enjoying you know yeah what what life has in store for you especially you know in the in the field of relationships so this is might be something that you want to kind of test the waters maybe mm-hmm. have, you know, have fun it, it's, yep. it's part of it is have fun are you looking to get married and have kids because this is probably not the man for you but if you're looking to have a good time and he's with it and you know he's flying in to come see you because obviously y'all don't live you don't live close to each other you live mm-hmm. in different different places then mm-hmm. enjoy it you know you know he might be a sugar daddy although he's 38 it's not necessarily a sugar daddy but um but you know, for her what huh but for her he might be well he's looking for the right one so i don't know you know and i think that that warrants a conversation possibly with what does that mean you know he's looking for the right one well, what 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 is that what you laughing I just imagine that when she when she picks him up from the airport, he's gonna look like Ray Charles. He's thirty eight. <laughs> he's gonna be walking like Ray Charles. He's gonna be blind. He's gonna be like touching her arm to see what she looks like. I got a woman. down. Low blow, B. Low blow. Can I call you B? <laughs> He's not. He's not that old. I'm just saying priorities. What they want. What does she want? And what does he want? Because right now her mind should be about having a good time, and the right one will will gravitate towards her. But this this man already has situations upon situations. Maybe he don't have it. Like he's saying, he doesn't have any baby mama drama. And he. I mean, he shouldn't. He ain't got no babies. These are grown ass kids, really. So (laughs) he better not. But the thing about one thing with men, I will say. And I'm I'm talking from my personal experience for y'all. If you find yourself with a man who has children, anytime they have children, they have women that they're connected to, be it an ex-wife, whatever it is. These are women that they didn't break up with and they dated in high school and they never talked to again. No, these are women that y'all have to keep up with each other. So all I hear is when I hear kids, I hear another woman in your life. That phone could ring anytime you got to go. Like, so kids is kids is a big deal. Uh, whether or not that you don't have drama with them, that's one thing. But I have to account for other women in your life uh, besides your mother and your sisters. That's what kids say to me. If you have a clean slate, like myself, having a clean slate, live on my own, you know what I'm saying, young, and I'm good. I don't have the same canvas that you have, sir. So you really got to pay to play. You get what I'm saying? Like to really hold my attention to keep my, t- you have you have to be a good time. You have to be a good time. Because if not, 
you know, that's, that's, that's what a man loves because if he dated a woman who was also 38 and she also had two kids, you get what I'm saying? He can come out and she can't. It would be a whole, but you are a clean canvas. So I think what I'm trying to say is you don't have to put your time into him. If you really want to keep going, by all means, this, I'm, I'm telling my younger self, you can keep it moving. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't really, you don't have to put your time into him at all. You know what I'm saying? Like th- this, uh, it's a big ocean of men out there. Trust and believe. Yeah. But if he feels like he wants to take you off the market and that's what y'all come to, then you have to be very clear with what you want. Be very clear because he's been there, done that already. And he knows, right. he knows he has a clear canvas in you. It's a, oh, you have a clear, nice canvas. You, what? You live on your own. You got no kids. This your place. You pay your own bills. You know what I'm saying? You, but she already said it. I don't have much sexual experience. I don't have much, you know, dating relationship experience. You think he didn't tap into that shit already? Mm-hmm. And he's about to have a good time? Oh, he, <laughs> you, you think he didn't, you didn't think he didn't say bingo and put all his chips on the table? I'm, you know, I booked my flight on spirit. I'm coming tomorrow. You're right. Please. He, 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 you know what I'm saying? And that, that's OG, OG cat daddy shit. He's on his way. So. It, then you know what? Then you make sure that he he's paying to play and he has a good time. And I'm just saying pay to play in terms of, you know, he's showing you a good time. You know, you giving me the time of day is, is worth it. Uh, yeah. Thank you for having me. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. And, and look at him as experience. Look at him like a college course. <laughs> you're you going to learn something. You're going to learn today, whatever it is. Absolutely. Keep him in, keep him in the cabinet, girl. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. I think you got anything else? No. Well, Neil Long's mom, you got something to say? <laughs> I think we're good. All right. <laughs> so speaking of uh, <laughs> being good, let me tell you what my jam is. It's my jam. I was driving the other day, and this song came on, and it doesn't make you turn the channel. It makes you turn it up. Come and Talk to Me, the remix by Jodeci. Yes, boo, Yes. Okay, so I'm taking you back to uh, this was off of the 1991 Forever My Lady album. Um, Jodeci, shit, coming out of North Carolina, we got uh, Devontae, Swing, Mr. Dalvin, Casey and Jojo. Um, Yes. You know, they formed a group in 1989, drove up to New York City from North Carolina, and they had their demo tape, and they were ready to sign a deal with um, Uptown Records, and they were... When I tell you like a big part of the era, a part of the time, a part of music, like this song was originally a slow come and talk to me. There was no bitch come over here, uh, bring that fat ass. It was it was an appropriate way to say, come and talk to me. I mm-hmm. really want to meet you. Can I talk to you? I want to know your name. It was just <laughs> so... It was just the basic, you know, and the song was hot. Then they remixed it on top of it. And Casey and JoJo, you know, they blow and Devontae and- well, the and, remix, you, know, you remember who was on the remix? He was, um, but uh, he was rapping. It was Devontae yeah. and Mr. Davin was rapping. That was Go- it was Ghostface and Raekwon. No, you're thinking about another song. Come and talk to me. That was a uh, Mr. Dalvin. I'm not cock diesel, but I uh, no, no, okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, they they rapped on their own song. Now, unless Flex remixed it again. <laughs> but yeah, this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come okay, and talk to me. Okay. I'm I'm thinking. Give it to me. Horn that it was Raekwon on there. No. Come and talk to me, my baby. <laughs> I okay. really wanna meet. You're right. It was freaking you. That was that was the one. Sorry. Oh, ah. Oh. See, they had now. 
Now, Jodeci was the era of, um, they, they started to make like real, real sexual music. But again, never curse and no profanity. Remember mm -hmm. the hotel, the, the hotel, the after party? No, the, the after party, the hotel. I think yeah. that was doing the song. And that was the point of like, I just remember like, I'm not trying to be no virgin no more. <laughs> the Jodeci song did it for you? <laughs> it's Avante Swing. I was like, oh my God. Man, I used to love, oh my God. <laughs> you you didn't love Casey and JoJo? I love Mr. Dalvin and Devontae. No, never, <laughs> no, no. Every time I close my eyes. Like, close them, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> what do you say? Uh, um... Uh, Hennessy, no, the, you know what I'm talking about in the in the uh, in the tell me how you want it. Mm -hmm. How does it feel? Coming up, that's it. <laughs> that's not the song we're singing, but there's oh, a part man. where where Casey starts singing. Oh, man. <laughs> Alize, <laughs> that's it. Sorry, y'all. I'm off track with the songs, but you get me. <laughs> That's my part right there. What? Casey's about to hit it, y'all. What's his part? Alize. Woo! He sang the hell out of that part. That was my drink back then. Sing it. <laughs> Casey's your part coming up. <clears throat> Alize. <laughs> he killed it in the studio. Oh, my gosh. He was... And Jodeci, do you remember the episode of Martin when he went to Varnell Hill show and Jodeci oh, yeah. was performing oh, and yeah. he was determined to get on stage and he started singing with them and then he started battling with Casey. Ooh yeah, ooh yeah, ooh. He was going back and forth. They they were, oh, man. they were they were a big part of the era. Jodeci. Mm-hmm. And it was a combination of their names. That's how they came up with the Joe. What is it? Jojo. Jojo. Uh -huh. jo -Jo. jo uh huh. Casey. The great brothers. Uh -huh. Devontae. And and they had the nerve to buy a house in Teaneck. <laughs> and you know I was in high school, so shit. You thought I you thought it was a problem? Like if I can just get Devontae to look my way. You think I was really thinking I'm 16? Come on now. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. You know, they, they would come up to my uh, come up to the high school and I was there. You stay oh name God. dropping. Mm -mm. You stay telling, you stay telling. <laughs> Now, I, I just piggybacked off of what you just said. So no, I, I just said they had the nerve to move in Teaneck. That's all I said. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You, you said? said a little more. Anyway. Good times, Jodeci, good times. Anyway, oh, that was a good one. Okay, I like that. My baby. Yeah, so, you know, and uh, is it uh, Casey and... Is it Jojo that's not doing too well? Uh, uh, Jojo. Oh. He had a stroke, apparently. Because uh, he has uh, diabetes. So it seemed like he had a... Um, um, a mild like stroke? A, no, I don't I don't want to say a mild stroke, but during one of the performances, so he had to end it because of his uh, health issues. So, you know, shout, shout out to them. Because, man, I'm, you could just tell that they partied real hard in the mm -hmm. 90s. That's all I'm gonna say. The Listen, 90s and the and the early 2000s. It, I don't know if you remember this. There was it has to be well over like 10, 10 years. It was so long ago. Uh, they, it was not so long ago, but okay. 
So how about I say 15? Let's say 15, maybe 20. Mm-hmm. They came to, I think it was like uh, a Soul Train Music Awards and they had presented one of the awards and it was Devante, Dalvin, I think, and only KC, something like that. It wasn't all of them. Mm-hmm. And Devante had on these moon boots. Mm-hmm. I remember. And they were like platform moon boots. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh, the platform, area. no joke, had to be, let's see if a, a, a subway is a foot long, the platform itself had to be like three feet. <laughs> <laughs> like Ronald McDonald shoes. I was like, look at his boots. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it was like, what is the, oh, Jesus. And everybody just talked about his boots forever and ever. I was like, did Eddie? Oh, everybody saw his boots. Because we were so happy to see Jodeci. And we were like, what happened? And he just looked like, you know, like rock and roll, man, rock and roll. Yeah, oh. that's what I said. They they part, they must have party real hard. So, you know, hopefully they drinking their water and um, taking their vitamins and getting some fresh air. Because, woo. Oh, just woo. a sexy time. They really, they brought it. Wow. That's a good one. I like it. Forever my lady. All right. Alize. Yeah. <laughs> Look, y'all, we've come to the end. Oh. We'll so you can subscribe to That's What I'm Saying the podcast. Listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, Tune In, Spotify, and watch That's What I'm Saying the TV show weekdays on Island TV. And also download the Island TV app because we got new episodes coming there soon. And follow us on Instagram at TwizPod. And Shatara, what else do we want all of our twist potters to know what they need to know? You need to know that if you have a question for the Weekend D Report, you want to advertise with us, then get social with us. DM us on Instagram or Twitter. And as always, thank you for listening. It was a good time. Until next time, peace, love, y'all. Stay healthy, y'all. Peace. Bye. Bye.